With Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje headlining UFC 291, the promotion thought it would be an opportune time to bring back the BMF belt, a title which was created back in 2019 when Nate Diaz and Jorge Masvidal fought each other at UFC 244. And this belt has been very polarizing as some liked the idea, but others did not. So of course, with it coming back at UFC 291, this same mixed reception for this choice is happening again. And honestly, I could understand both sides to this because I see how it's a fun thing, but I also see how it could be viewed as a gimmick. So in this video, I want to go through the good and the bad when it comes to the BMF belt to answer the question, is it a good idea? It's crazy how with this being the second fight ever with the BMF belt on the line, it has already made such a big impact. And a big reason why that's the case is because of how it all started. You had Nate Diaz who was a former number one contender at lightweight and at that point, one of the biggest names in the sport. And this popularity came after he defeated Conor McGregor on short notice at UFC 1. A huge upset that changed Nate's career overnight. And despite losing to Connor in the rematch, he bounced back with a very fun war against Anthony Pettis. But it was after this fight when Nate made his call out to Jorge Masvidal. And why Jorge, you ask? Because Jorge was coming off of two impressive wins against Darren Till and Ben Askren, with his win against Ben being the fastest finish in UFC history. This was a huge win for Jorge, especially since Ben was undefeated going into this fight. So not only did Jorge catapult into the top 5, but he also became one of the biggest stars in the sport. So as much as Nate was calling him out because he believed only him and Jorge were the only real gangsters in the game, it was also because Jorge was so popular at this point. So this callout made all the sense in the world. And with Nate proclaiming that he was the baddest mother in the game, the UFC decided to run with it. Because yes, Jorge and Nate could have easily headlined UFC 244 without a belt on the line. But creating this belt made this already very big fight an even bigger one, which gave the UFC all the reason to make this an extravagant affair. President Donald Trump was in attendance. So was boxing legend Roberto Duran. And we also had the biggest movie star in the world, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, carry out the belt in front of the crowd and also wrap it around the winner. This was huge for a card with no Conor McGregor on it. So this definitely set a high standard for the BMF belt. Now they're bringing it back after 4 years and these are the reasons why I think it's a good idea they did. First, the BMF belt is a great way to showcase fighters that are known to put on entertaining fights. Nate, Jorge, Dustin, Justin are all great examples of fighters who do this. We also have fighters like Chandler and Oliveira who are known for this as well. Same could be said about Max Holloway who has spoken about wanting to get his hands on that belt. These fighters aren't afraid to go toe to toe with their opponent and trade shots. And of course, as a result, this makes their fights very fun, especially with how often they're willing to fight this way. And I think that's an awesome thing. Of course, I myself enjoy a tactical and flawless win as it displays skills, but I also love when fighters make it a war because it shows a lot of heart. Plus, it's also very entertaining. And I think fighters who fight like this deserve to headline cards. So far, these bangers are at most co-main events on pay-per-view cards, which is still a great spot, but when you get situations like Oliveira and Dariush being the co-main event to Nunes vs Aldana, then that's when I think it becomes an issue. Because so many people were excited for for that UFC 289 card due to the co-main event, thus dubbing it as the people's main event. Because all due respect to Nunes and Aldana, but Oliveira vs Dariush was a much more exciting matchup. And honestly, it very well could have headlined that UFC 289 card. But the UFC just has this fixation that their pay-per-view cards have to have a belt on the line in their headline.
designer. Hence why they created the BMF belt for UFC 244. Yes, Nate Diaz coined the term, but the UFC went with it because although this was a symbolic belt that really had no ties to if the fighter holding it was the best in the world, it was a belt that still meant something. And that something meant that fighters who put on bangers were going to be recognized for it. And not only do I think that's a badge of honor, but it's also a great reason for the UFC to put these types of fighters in the headlining spot on a pay-per-view card. So having Dustin and Justin headlining UFC 291 is a great move, especially for the future because it makes me think of all the potential matchups the UFC can make after this BMF belt fight. Another reason why bringing back the belt is a good idea is because it showcases popular fighters, the fan favorites. Some fan favorites are still pay-per-view worthy headliners, but because they're not fighting for the belt, they succumb to being in the co-main event or a fight night headliner. The BMF belt changed that. Now there's a reason for these popular non-champions to headline pay-per-views, even though I think they should be doing that already. After all, the UFC did a bunch back in the day, but hey, if they need a belt to raise the stakes, then I don't mind if it's the BMF belt. It could also be seen as an interim title of sorts since it seems like the winner of this belt gets to challenge for the title afterwards. Jorge fought Kamaru after, and now the winner of Dustin Poirier vs Justin Gaethje will most likely challenge for the lightweight title, and this could be a good way to deal with this belt, basically making it an interim title that could only be fought by popular and entertaining top contenders. And Justin and Dustin right now fit that bill to a T. So did Nate and Jorge back in the day. And the thing is, there are a bunch of other fighters like them who can get their name in this mix. Which is really intriguing because the difference with the BMF belt and the others is that it really highlights popularity and entertainment. It's a belt that signifies a fan favorite due to what they do inside and outside of the cage. And that in itself is a level of prestige that I'm sure many fighters in the UFC want to attain. I remember in my interview with Bobby Green, I asked him if he would be interested in fighting for the BMF belt since I thought he was a BMF level fighter. And he was all for it, which shows that some fighters would like to be in the position to fight for the BMF belt. It's a big fight that could headline a pay-per-view. Dana said that these fights basically get treated like undisputed championships when it comes to pay, and I feel like that popularity and recognition of the winner would increase a lot. Plus, you gotta admit, the belt looks pretty nice. So basically, having the BMF belt around is a great thing for fighters to fight for aside from an undisputed or interim championship. Which is great because there are fighters who are either not good enough to reach the top or have already gotten there but are unable to get back at this point in their careers. But a BMF belt can be a way to build momentum for them and possibly turn their careers around. But although many enjoyed the idea of the BMF belt, there are also many who didn't. Fighters and fans saw it as a gimmick and therefore thought it was a fake belt. Because as good as Nate and Jorge were, they were never fighters that were championship level. Whenever they did fight for the title, they lost. So to many, they saw this as a way for fighters like them to get a hold of a belt. And I'm not gonna lie, that narrative seems to be carrying on with Dustin Poirier and Justin Gaethje. Yes, they both became interim champions, but they also have never been able to capture undisputed championships despite fighting for them twice. So once again, this can be seen as a belt for fighters who are just not good enough to become an undisputed champion. But another reason why the belt doesn't hold much credibility is because of Jorge Masvidal. After winning it against Nate Diaz, Jorge went on to challenge for the undisputed championship against Kamaru Usman. Unfortunately, he lost, but with taking that fight on such short notice, the UFC gave him another shot at the title against Kamaru. But this time, Jorge lost in devastating fashion. After this, he followed up with a fight against friend turned enemy Colby Covington, but once again, Jorge lost. 
And then at UFC 287, he lost a one-sided decision to Gilbert Burns in front of his home crowd. So after winning the BMF belt, Jorge fell hard. And honestly, I thought this basically killed the UFC's decision on bringing back the BMF belt. But now it's back and already you have champion Islam Akashev laughing at this BMF title fight. And a lot of the MMA fanbase feel the same. This belt isn't being taken seriously. Is it another interim championship? Is it a legacy belt? Is it a belt that gets defended or a belt you keep until you retire despite winning or losing? Because according to Dana, since Jorge retired, the BMF belt became vacant, which means Kamaru didn't become the BMF champion by beating him and then later on losing it to Leon Edwards. It was still Jorge's, which is very confusing and that's where it's at. No one knows which direction the BMF belt is going and how much value it holds. But if the UFC figures it out, then I can see huge potential for the BMF belt. So to answer the question, is the BMF belt a good idea? My answer would be yes. Of course, we can't ignore how gimmicky it feels right at this moment, but at the same time, the two fights that have produced so far for this BMF belt are big time fights both in the cage and outside of it. This feels like what the money fight is going to become post Conor McGregor, because you have the biggest names going up against each other in a fight which is guaranteed to be a fun one. This is a great formula for the UFC to get a guaranteed big time pay-per-view without any championships on the line. And for fighters like Nate Diaz who are bad mother this belt recognizes that and I'm glad it does because BMFs truly live and die by the sword. Their style of fighting gets them in danger all the time and this could easily lead to a defeat. Which is why a lot of them don't get to the very top. But now that doesn't matter because as long as these brawlers are close to the top, they can look forward to capturing the BMF belt. And that's the thing about the BMF belt. It opens up so many doors and has a lot of potential because of it. And that's why once the UFC figures out what they want to do with the BMF belt, then they could really change the game with it. Although it seems like the person who wins the BMF belt keeps it until they retire, what if that changed to the belt getting defended with fellow fighters who fit the BMF criteria? If this belt begins to get defended, it would be interesting to see how common BMF title fights will occur and how that will affect the undisputed and interim championships, especially if the BMF title gains more credibility. Because if there's a BMF belt holder who goes on to become the undisputed champion, that would be huge. Or even if we have former champions like Max Holloway or Conor McGregor wanting to fight for this belt, it would show that this is a belt that fighters actually want. Of course, you will have some who won't believe it's a real belt, and I think this is a good thing because this dynamic will start a lot of conversation in the MMA world, which the UFC can benefit from big time if they do this correctly. So how do I think they should do it? And I think I agree with the UFC's plan of making it a one-off type of championship. Once a fighter wins it, they have it until the rest of their career. Or another good idea would be that the belt dissolves once the BMF belt holder fights for the undisputed championship. And whatever the result of that fight is, the BMF belt is going to be vacant afterwards for other fighters to fight for it. Maybe we treat this belt like a Pride Openweight Grand Prix championship, or maybe a BMF champion can only lose their belt if they get finished. There's a lot of directions the UFC can take this belt, and it's going to be a hard decision on what move is going to be the right move. All I know is that this is a belt that can't be forced. Everything has to line like how it did with Jorge vs Nate and Dustin vs Justin. Because the moment it gets forced onto us and becomes overdone, that's when this belt will really start to get hate. But right now, it's on a good trajectory and I look forward to seeing what more can happen with it. But what do you think? What are your thoughts on the BMF belt? And who would you like to see fight for it? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one. Bye bye